And we are back for some Thursday night football. We got the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yuck. Gross. Want to throw up in my mouth. We have Tennessee most likely without their starting quarterback. Pittsburgh may or may not have their starting quarterback. Low total game. Mm. Not excited for this one, but I'm a D-Gen. You better believe I'm going to be playing it. Uh, and in this video, again, we'll do my best to break it down. So welcome, guys. Uh, my name is DK. Uh, again, I cover content for Daily Fantasy Sports, NBA, NFL, and for player prop sites like PriceFix, Underdog, and Parlay Play. If you guys are looking for more content for DFS or for player prop stuff, you can check my Patreon link down below. Had a really good month of October, and yeah, see if we can keep it going for November. Uh, so before we get the player by player breakdown, let's take a look at the odds for this game. Right now, what you guys are looking at is the Odds Jam Sportsbook screen, where if you wanted to bet on the game, it would give you the, the sportsbook that offers the best odds, also gives you the average odds, all that good stuff. So Steelers are about three-point favorites here at home with an over-under of... Over-under is currently 36 and a half. Ew. Gross. Yuck. Okay, so... Let's talk about it. <clears throat> Tennessee, we'll start it off there. So at the top, you got Derrick Henry. So they're listing Derrick Henry and Hopkins on the injury report. Both were limited. I expect both to play. Now, Derrick Henry really depends on what, how you think the game flows, right? He is a game flow dependent back. If Tennessee falls, from, falls behind, they are going to phase out Derrick Henry, and they're going to use a lot more Tajay Spears. If the Titans are playing from ahead, you better believe they're going to ground and pound Derrick Henry. So, like I said, it depends on if you think the Titans are playing from ahead. I think this could be a game where Derrick Henry goes for, you know, 15, 20 carries. I mean, he's, saw, he's seen 20 carries now, uh, what, three games so far? So, Henry is a guy that obviously we know has a pretty high ceiling. Uh, and I think he's a relatively safe play. But I do think you can get away with fading if you think that, you know, if, if you think the Steelers get off to an early lead or playing from ahead most of the game, that's where I think you could fade a guy like Derrick Henry. DeAndre Hopkins is the wide receiver one for Tennessee. Now, he had a bit of an outlier game last game. Four catches, three touchdowns for 100-plus yards. He's been all over the place. Again, this Titans offense, I'm not super confident in it. Will Levis did look solid. It doesn't sound like Tannehill is going to play, but we will see. Uh, so, yeah, Hopkins... A little bit more of the boom or bust play uh, of, of those two main guys for Tennessee at the very top. Again, I still wouldn't call either a must, though, on this slate. And then Tannehill, again, we got to keep an eye on this. He didn't practice Tuesday. Uh, he said right now it looks like Will Levis um, will be starting. But we'll keep an eye on it. If, if Tannehill does play, then he'll be the starting quarterback. If not, they're going to look to Will Levis, who the report was last week that if Tannehill missed, they're going to split between Levis and Malik Willis. Well, if you take a look at last game, uh, that was not the case, right? I think Le uh, Malik Willis, or yeah, Malik Willis fumbled and he only played two snaps. Will Levis played 66 of the 69 snaps. So um, Levis, if he does start, obviously is in play. He, had a, he looked good uh, last week, 19 of 29, four touchdowns. I would say last week there was a bit of an outlier performance. Again, this game is projected to be really, really ugly. Uh, but yeah, Levis, if he does start, is still a relatively safe play. I mean, any quarterback in a show on site is relatively safe, right? They have a pretty high floor. Uh, below that, so Tajay Spears is the next guy listed here at 5.4. So 
If you think Tennessee falls from behind, I think Tajay Spears is interesting. Last week, it was about an even split with those two. But again, Henry's going to get a lot of the early down work. So Henry played 44 snaps, Spears played 30. But there's been games where Spears has outsnapped Henry, right? In games that Tennessee has fallen behind, they, they've utilized Tajay Spears a lot more. So I, I don't think I'd play both together in Spears and in Henry. I think it's just how you, how you want to go about building your lineups, how you want to play for the game script, right? If you're playing for a Tennessee, playing from behind, have a lot more interest in Spears. Or if, you, if you think they play from ahead, look to a guy like Derek Henry. Uh, kicker, Nick Folk, 4.6K. Relatively safe value play, as the kickers always are on these shutdowns. Both defenses are firmly in play. Now, it'll be interesting to see what the ownership is, but you have possibly both teams with backup quarterbacks. Uh, so, yeah, in a low total, should be ugly game. Uh, like both defenses on the slate. Uh, again, it'll be interesting to see where the ownership uh, goes to or where the final ownership is on them. But I actually think both defenses are very, very safe plays on the shutdown. And then below that, so Chigo Kongu is their tight end one. Uh, fair amount of targets over the last three games, nine, six, and four targets. We have not really seen a big game from him yet. Single digit fantasy points every single game this season. Uh, but he's still having a fair amount of opportunities. If you take a look at last week for Chig, he played 50 of the 69 snaps and ran 25 routes. Uh, he ran the second most amount of routes just behind DeAndre Hopkins, ran 26 routes. So I will say of these Tennessee kind of like secondary pass catchers, I think Chig would probably be my favorite. Now we have to talk about these other guys because they're rotating basically five receivers here. Hopkins is the main guy, but you're seeing some Burks. You're seeing some Westbrook Akine. You're seeing some Kyle Phillips. You're seeing some Chris Moore. Like I said, it's really, really disgusting. Taking a look at the snaps last week for those guys. So uh, Westbrook Akine played 35 snaps, 14 routes. Braylon Burks, 35 snaps, 19 routes. Kyle Phillips, only 18 snaps. Burt ran 15 routes. And Chris Moore, 23 snaps, 10 routes. So I think if I had to pick one of these receivers, I think Burks would be the guy. He ran the most amount of routes. Uh, really hasn't done a ton to start the year, but he's cheap. Fine. Again, Westbrook, Akine, Kyle Phillips, Chris Moore are all playable because they're going to rotate these receivers. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of it. Like As far as the backup tight end goes for Tennessee, uh, Trevon Wisco played 40 snaps. He ran one route. <laughs> Kevin Raider, whatever that is, played 16 snaps, ran one route. So I have a tough time trying to even target one of those backup Tennessee tight ends. Let's talk about Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh may be a little bit easier to talk about, uh, but we got to keep an eye on the status of, of Kenny Pickett. So he was a limited participant in practice on Tuesday. Uh, so let's see. What do they say exactly? Pickett was spotted doing some light throwing, uh, injuring his ribs, quick turnaround. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, he left the game early last game, and they closed the game with Mitchell Trubisky. So like I said, you could have both backup quarterbacks playing in this game. Um, I would feel better about the Pittsburgh offense if Kenny Pickett is the quarterback. But Mitchell Trubisky is a serviceable backup, right? He's not bad. He is somewhat mobile. So, yeah, whoever's the quarterback for Pittsburgh, obviously, I think is a safe option. Um, I would feel better about the Steelers offense if it is Kenny Pickett, though. Below that, you have the two main receivers, and they're not really rotating, right? Pickens and Deontay Johnson, these guys are going to play basically the entire game. So, last, last week, Deontay Johnson, 61 snaps. 61 of the 67 snaps ran 52 routes. And George Pick in 62 with the 67 snaps, 51 routes. So that is the positive about these two Steelers receivers. They're not rotating. So uh, Pickens, 8.8K. Deontay Johnson, 8.4. I would think, especially after last game, Deontay Johnson gets more ownership. I think he's the safer play. I think he gets the higher floor. 
But Pickens has a similar ceiling to Deontay Johnson. So I have interest, obviously, in both the main receivers for the Steelers. I think Deontay is a lot safer than George Pickens. And then you have both running backs who right now are basically splitting time in Najee Harris and in Jalen Warren. So last week, Najee Harris played 35 snaps, ran 19 routes. Jalen Warren, 33 snaps, 22 routes. Now, this Tennessee defense is pretty stout against the run. So kind of hard for me to feel great about either of these backs. But, I mean, they're playable. They're in the mid-range, like, eh. And like, it's just like, okay, I don't know. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, I think Najee maybe has a little bit of a higher floor, but Warren's a little bit cheaper. Kind of look pretty similar to me. I would be lying to you if I said, oh, I really prefer Najee Harris to, to Jalen Warren, or I really prefer Warren to Harris. No, I think they're similar plays to me. I'll say, uh, I think Warren is the better pass catcher, uh, but Najee Harris is still going to run routes, right? We saw it last. I mean, Najee Harris had, what, five catches last week? So he's still capable of, of catching passes, too. It's not really the same spot of Tennessee where you have, like, one early down bruiser and one, like, pass catcher. Like, both these backs can uh, can get it done on the ground and can, catch, and can catch passes. Now, the Steelers' defense at 5.6K, I think, is a very safe play, especially if Levis is a quarterback um, playing at home. Really low total game, 36.5. So, like I said, I'm high in both defenses. We'll see exactly where the ownership comes in. I expect both to be pretty popular, though. No real strong taste again to either kicker. They're safe plays, as they always are. I mean, I would not be surprised out of show set like this if a winning lineup had, like, both defenses, both kickers, right? Like, this, this could be a slate where it's really, really disgusting. Now, there is something to mention here for the Steelers. So, uh, still no Frymouth. He's on the IR. It was Connor Hayward that was the, the clear tight end one for them. I thought you, you could, have seen, seen, could have seen some of the rookie Darnell Washington, but they did not go to him. Last week, Honor Hayward, 49 of the 67 snaps, and he ran 43 routes. Darnell Washington, the rookie, 10 snaps, 3 routes, and Rodney Williams, 12 snaps, 6 routes. So I think Connor Hayward's a pretty good value play. Uh, 4, 3, and 6 targets over the last three weeks. I think he's very, very safe. The absolute dust of Allen Robinson, I mean, it's disgusting, but he's going to have opportunities. Last week, 46 of the 67 snaps, ran 36 routes in the slot. I mean, one target last couple of weeks, but he's cheap, and I expect him to play over half the game. So, yes, you have to have consideration in a guy like Allen Robinson. Calvin Austin, I mean, he still saw some snaps, but his snaps have gone way down since Deontay came back. So, last week... 18 snaps, 14 routes for Calvin Austin. If I was the Steelers co- head coach, I would be playing Calvin Austin over Al Robinson. I think he's the much better receiver at this point in his career, but Steelers are still playing Robinson ahead of Austin. And then I think that's kind of it. We mentioned the backup tight ends. Again, Washington, uh, 10 snaps. He is $200. The other tight end was, again, Rodney Williams, who is also $200. I think I would just rather spend up a little bit more to get a guy like Connor Hayward, who basically who played close to uh, the entire game last week. Um, all right, guys, so that's going to do it for the player-by-player player breakdown. Like I said, it's a very, very gross game, but I'm still going to play it for sure. Um, if you guys are looking for more content, like I said, you check my Patreon link down below where we go over building those plus EV lineups, roster construction, cash games, tournaments, all that good stuff, uh, live streams, a lot, of, a lot of content is included. And if you're interested, again, in player pops, also on my Patreon. So thanks again for watching, guys. If you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you all in the next video.